Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the Gospel of Matthew, the 24th chapter, and we're actually about to go uh, begin with the 23rd verse. But let's back up some to set the context to remind ourselves. So let's back up to verse 15 where Jesus starts to expand some of his explanation. Remember, four disciples had come to Jesus and asked him a question. When will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming again? And of the end of the age. Then in Matthew, Jesus goes from verse 4 to verse 14 of the 24th chapter, giving a large panoramic overview of the balance of time, really, <clears throat> the balance of everything that's going to be happening. Then, when he gets to the end of that, he says, And then the end will come. <laughs> and he starts off in verse 15, therefore, so he backs them up to where they can start seeing some things. He says this, therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand, then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Notice the imperative right there. You must flee. Whoever is on the housetop must not go down to get the things that are in his house. Whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. But pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on a Sabbath. For then there will be a great tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will. Unless those days had been cut short, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. And again, I'm, I'm always sort of intrigued by Jesus' use of uh, time here and the, the verbs of the time. Notice in those last two verses what Jesus says. There's going to be a great tribulation. Jesus is the one who coined the phrase there, okay? Man is the one who's perverted it, no doubt. <clears throat> but Jesus said it's going to be something unlike anything that has occurred since the beginning of the world, since the creation, as one of the other Gospels says, up to that time, nor even past that time. This is going to be the worst thing. It's going to be so bad, Jesus said, that unless those days were cut short, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days shall be cut short. And it's speaking of the life of those that are being tribulated, uh, the Jews in Israel and the church, the body of Christ. That's who the man of lawlessness is going to be attacking. Verse 33, Jesus is continuing to speak. Then, notice the phrase, then, the word there, the timing. Then, if anyone says to you, behold, here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe him. So Jesus is cluing them into some stuff right here, and cluing us in and telling us point blank that when this stuff is going on, when this is going down, then if somebody says, oh, the Christ is over here, go over there, or he's over here, don't believe them. Don't believe them. Well, why not? Verse 24. For false Christ and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders 
so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. Now, that can be a disconcerting verse right there. He's saying these false Christs and these false prophets are going to arise at this time, and there's going to be more than one. I suspect there will be many. And they're going to be showing great signs and great wonders. Okay? These things that they'll be doing will look real because they are real, and yet they are false. Okay, They're real, and yet they are false. And there's some things I could get into right now that I'm just not going to get into. But there are technologies right now that are available to where you can sit there and watch something, and it is real. I mean, it is real, real. I'm talking not on a, a, a TV or a screen or something like that. I'm talking in the reality of wherever you're sitting in your corporal body right at the moment. <clears throat> and it looks real. And it's there, and it is real, but it's not real. It's not real. Man, at this point in time, has those kind of technologies. Okay? What might be ahead, and I think already in the pipeline, and I think probably already developed, <clears throat> know this. Let me just put it this way. When some great technology comes along <clears throat> and it's released to the populace, Okay, of the great technologies we've had. I mean, we have a bunch of great technologies. But by the time it trickles down to the common use of man, it's been around some period of time. Some people, generally speaking, will say three to four decades. Okay, three to four decades. And so as, as a very, very rough attempt of uh, giving a sense of timing to this. So these things right now are amazing. I mean, they're amazing. Can you imagine something with all the power of Satan behind it? Because that's what Paul tells the church at Thessalonica in 2 Thessalonians 2. He said this man of lawlessness is coming in all the activity of Satan, in the empowerment of Satan. And so these false Christs and false prophets, they're going to arise. They're going to show great signs. They're going to show great wonders. This one that's standing where he shouldn't be standing, as we looked at in previous episode, is really going to be showing some things. And he says the whole point of this is to so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. Well, we, the elect means the chosen one. And we've seen earlier the elect, the chosen one, that's the church. That's the body of Christ, okay? So this begs a question, right? Is it possible for the elect, to be misled. <laughs> well, it depends on what you mean by misled. Yeah. <clears throat> Is it possible for the truly elect and the truly saved to lose their salvation? No. <clears throat> Is it possible for the elect to not seek the Lord and in not seeking the Lord go the wrong direction and it costs them their physical life? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. But this thing right here is going to be the kind of thing to where this misleading is an attempt by these false Christs and false prophets to lead them away from the true Christ. And I think that the, the elect will stand firm right here. So as to mislead, if possible, the idea being that it's not possible because of who they are, and not only who they are, but who is keeping them. If you're truly saved, if you're truly born again, the Lord is the one who is <clears throat> keeping you. He's the one watching over you.
Let me read one more verse right here, and then we'll pick up this whole idea the next time again. Listen to this verse, verse 25 of Matthew 24. Jesus is speaking, and he says this, Behold, I have told you in advance. What? Yeah, I have told you in advance. Jesus said, I'm telling you what's going to happen here. Can you imagine what's going through their minds? We don't have to imagine too much because we know what's going through our mind. And we're roughly 2,000 years removed from that time. They ask the simple question. Jesus gives two chapters a red-letter answer, giving insight and revelation and enlightenment and illumination that to this day we're still uh, mining, that we're still digging out, that we're still seeking to understand. The Lord has told us in advance. If the Lord has told us in advance, what does that mean? Well, I think that goes back to what he said at the very beginning. See to it that no one deceives you. See to it that you're not frightened. See to it that you know this stuff and see to it that you're not misled. You're empowered to not be misled. But if you seek anything else other than the leadership of the Most High God, you're going to be misled. You're not going to lose your salvation if you're truly saved, okay, because of a mistake you make like that. But you might lose your corporal uh, usefulness. Okay, I'll put it that way. Behold, Jesus has told us in advance. What are we going to do with it, guys? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.